Grace and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. For many of us, the gospel lesson today presents some, well, difficulties. Jesus said to his disciples, Therefore I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, for life is more than food and the body more than clothing. We know we shouldn't be anxious about life. You have all you need, and so do I. God provides for us. We know we shouldn't worry about earthly things. And so Jesus' command today to not worry, well, that's pretty simple, at least in theory. But we often work ourselves up worrying about so many different things, usually earthly things, which is really the target of Jesus' teaching here. Some of us worry so much, it's almost a full-time job. And I think it's fair to say that we learn to worry from a pretty young age. Even as kids, most of us worried about things. Just one little example of this. When I was finishing high school, I had the opportunity to live with my grandparents for a couple years. My parents relocated from my dad's job, and so I got to live with my grandparents. And one of the great things about living with my grandparents was that they told me all these wonderful stories about my mother and what she was like as a kid. Well, their stories often revealed that my mom, like many kids, my mom learned to worry from a young age. For instance, my grandparents recall how they used to go and say goodnight to my mom before bed when she was just a little girl, and she would often pray things out loud like this, Lord, please let the grass still be green tomorrow, and please make the sun come up again. Kind of silly things to worry about. But my point is that we learn to worry from a young age, and many of us Many of us don't really grow out of that. We kind of just grow up and find more things to worry about. Do you ever find yourself worrying about your home? Maybe what's going to need to be replaced soon? We just visited some friends, and they had to recently replace their entire HVAC system. Oof. And then when we got home, my wife promptly asked me, uh, how old is our furnace again? <laughs> Do you ever find yourself worrying about your savings accounts, retirement accounts? How much stress and heartburn have you gotten recently from watching the stock market and seeing the inflation numbers? Have you ever worried about making more money so you can save more money, so you can finally have enough money. Pastor Thompson touched on that last week in the sermon. The idea, the stress of having enough. Worrying about how your possessions measure up to everyone else's. The list goes on and on. There are plenty of things we could and we do worry about in this life. And sometimes it sure feels like we don't have everything we need. And yet here Jesus says, don't worry. Don't be anxious about your life, about what you'll eat or what you'll wear. And then, as if to gently prove how silly worrying is, 
Jesus asked the disciples a question in verse 25. Which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to his life? Well, which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to your life? My wife is a nurse practitioner. She's pretty smart. She went to school for a long time. She could tell you all about the physiology behind it and explain to you why worrying is bad for you. I don't know all the details, but I know that the research shows that worrying, stressing out, being anxious is not good for the body. Worrying doesn't make you live any longer It usually has the opposite effect. But it's far more serious than that. Worrying is also bad for your faith. If we're going to be honest about it, when we worry about earthly things, when we obsess over worldly possessions, that means that we're really showing a lack of faith. Because worrying at its core is a failure to fully trust God to provide. When we get down to it, it's a first commandment issue. Just think about how we learn about the first commandment. In the small catechism, we learn that we should fear, love, and trust in God above all things. Trust that in His own fatherly way, God gives you all you need. So we trust Him above all else, above your 401k and investment portfolio, above your intellect and ability, above your good works, you trust Him. Not the earthly things that we prop up as idols, but the one who gives you all you need. See, when we worry about earthly things, when we obsess over getting something or keeping something, that really means that somewhere along the line, our trust in God to provide has failed. We don't always fully trust God to provide for us. And when that's the case, we need to repent. When that's the case, we need to remember that God has created and sustained us. He gives us everything we need for this body and life. When we fail to trust Him to provide for us, we need to repent. But you know, the great thing about repentance is that when we turn away from trusting in those other false gods, Our Heavenly Father forgives us, and He sends the Holy Spirit to fill our hearts with something new, a new treasure, heavenly treasure. Our Lord Jesus is that treasure. And in our gospel lesson for today, Jesus wants you to know that there is something so much better than all the earthly things in this life. He wants you to know that there is something so much better than any possession this world can offer. Jesus wants your entire life 
to be centered on himself. Do you really think that Jesus wants you to spend your life worrying about earthly things? He wants you to focus on heavenly treasure. And our gospel lesson today should serve as a reminder that the Holy Spirit is working in you right now. Right now. To bend your life and your will to the Father's will. The Holy Spirit is helping you focus on Jesus, taking your eyes off of chasing earthly goods and placing your focus on His treasure, on His kingdom. The Holy Spirit is working in you so that you seek the kingdom. Through our gospel lesson for today and our other readings, through the hymns that we've been singing, through the words of this sermon, through your reflection at home about what really matters in life, the Holy Spirit is leading you to the heavenly kingdom. And today, Jesus calls you to seek that kingdom. Now, if seeking the kingdom sounds difficult, don't worry. Because in verse 32 of our gospel lesson, Jesus says that it is the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. If you need proof of that, just remember that God the Father gives you the kingdom in and through His Son. And for the joy, the joy that was set before Him, Jesus endured the cross. As he hung on that cross, he emptied himself completely until he finally gave up his spirit. Jesus gave his life so that you might be given the kingdom. Through his death and resurrection, through his ascension and his giving of the spirit, you have the forgiveness of sins and the promise of everlasting life, and that... That is worth more than anything this life can offer. So don't be anxious about this life or the treasures of this world. Focus on a treasure that does not grow old, that does not fail. Focus on Jesus. Focus on the treasure of His gifts, the gifts of forgiveness and life, the gift of the Spirit who leads you to seek the kingdom. And speaking of his gifts, I want to finish this sermon by going back one more time to this one verse in our gospel lesson. Don't be anxious about your life, about what you'll wear or what you'll eat. Here's why you don't have to worry. Your heavenly Father gives you all you need. He's been taking care of you your whole life. He gives you all you need. And in your baptism, God the Father wrapped you up with Christ's robe of righteousness, which means that you are seen as perfect and holy in His eyes. You've been washed clean. 
And that robe of righteousness, that is the only outfit that matters. And in this life, when you grow weak, when you stumble and you sin and you put your trust in someone or something else, Jesus calls you back home and he invites you to this rail where he gives you just a little foretaste of his coming kingdom. In his supper, he strengthens you with his true body and blood, the true bread of life given and shed for you. Dear friends in Christ, you are God's children, and it is His good pleasure to give you the kingdom. And in Jesus, you have all you need for this life and the next. Amen. And now may the peace of God that surpasses all understanding keep and guard your hearts and minds. In Christ Jesus, our Lord. Amen.